Hi everyone, this is Anusha and let's start our podcast with We can live life unnoticed or blaze a trail and become a contributor. What is your choice? Let us see. There are over 7.5 billion people in this world. All are born as equals but do not die as equals. There is so much that happens in the interval between the birth and the death of a human being. Depending on what happens during the lifespan of a human being, his or her life could fall into one of the three broad categories listed below. Left a legacy to the world, left a warning to the world, was unnoticed. While the first and second categories are far and few between, the majority lies in the third category. We could safely club the first and second categories as people who have contributed to the world either positively or negatively. Whereas the unnoticed are those who lived their life centered on themselves as a result of which their life or death didn't impact the world. The first category of people make an impact to the world through their initiatives. We can call them contributors. The contributors are those who enhance their skills and personality significantly to become what they have to be in order to achieve their mission. For example, Mahatma Gandhi would have been unnoticed if he had continued to be a barrister. He chose the hard path of acquiring new skills and enhancing his personality by holding on to the principle of ahimsa to accomplish his mission. This has led him to be a legend celebrated by everybody today. In a way, we are defined by what we possess. When I say possessions, I am not I am not referring to just material possessions alone. I am including character traits and skills that are acquired continuously over a period of time. This is what differentiates the contributors and the unnoticed. Although both start from the same platform of life that has been gifted to them, it is their possessions that make the difference. It is only your possessions that will make you a contributor or or to regulate you to being one of the unnoticed. If you are not constantly accumulating and upgrading your possessions, you are bound to perish as unnoticed. This is where the important question you need to ask yourself arises. What is your new you possession you have recently added within yourself? While this may not be a grammatically correct sentence, the spirit of it is to constantly ask yourself the question. This will enable you to add a new possession that will define what is yours. This is what is just about learning. It is about acquiring new dimensions of life. It it could be a skill that you want to possess or it could be a character trait that you want to live by in any dimension. Be it health, wealth, love, bliss or spiritual. It is about accumulation and not just about acquiring and forgetting. Knowledge is available in abundance. It is the only it is only the application of knowledge that is going to help you in accumulating your possessions, which in turn would lead you to be a contributor to the world. It is only when your personality employ all your possessions that is there 
is a personality of contributing to the world. These positions need to be earned and it takes a lot of effort and consistent practice to retain them. It would be worth creating a list of your positions. Constantly examine their validity and ask yourself that ever important question. What is the new your position you have acquired recently added to yourself? Will to do good. Let us see uh, goodwill or will to do good. Uh, a man end his bread and butter through pressing cloths in my area. As one would imagine, he had ha hand to mouth existence. He got 10,000 rupees as commission for fixing a flat for rent to a person in need of it. Happy about the new earning, he arranged for feeding the inmates of an old age home with a grand lunch for a day by, for a day by donating 20% from that earnings. When I was appreciative about his gesture, his humble reply was, Sir, I never expected this money. I was given this money and I should give back to him, at least a portion of it. So I arranged for this lunch. That, that is all. When this is the case of an Aam Admi, an anecdote read from the life of the billionaire Billy Gates flashed in my mind at this juncture. When somebody asked him, is there anyone richer than you, he affirmed and continued, long time back at the New York airport, I was glancing at the newspapers displayed on a stand and I wanted to buy one. Since I had no proper coins to buy, I left it. Suddenly a boy came and handed over a newspaper despite me saying I don't have change. He said no issues. They are given. They are given free for you. After three months, the same episode happened again at the same place. Despite my refusal to accept, the same boy handed over the newspaper saying, I give these free from my end profit. When I became rich, after say two, deca two decades, I searched for the same person at the same place and when I found him, I asked if he knew me. Yes, of course, you are the famous Billy Gates, came the reply. I said, I wanted to compensate for the free newspapers given by you. Please tell me what do you want. I am ready to give anything you desire in this world. That young man replied, you can't compensate. Why? I asked with a slightly detailed dented ego because i gave you when i was poor you want to give me now when you are rich how will this compensation match saying this he simply left the place billy Gates says that that young man is richer than him the above two incidents prove that the fact that one need not to be rich or wait to become rich to give. Most of us have the good will but opt out of doing good when the opportunities comes. come. When the occasions come, we won't rise up to it. I remember an incident that happened long back in B school where I was working. A housekeeping attendant of that B school was 
retrenched he stopped his daughter's schooling since he couldn't pay the fees the kid was so brilliant that the school authorities didn't want her to be deprived of education they allowed the child to continue and said that he could pay the fees whenever he got the money when this was brought to our notice we discussed the issue with many in the campus hardly two or three came forward to help although many were in a position to help they would talk eloquently about the plight of the housekeeping attendant but only a handful came forward it is the harsh reality people have the good will but not the will to do good this spontaneity in helping others need not be confined to financial assistance alone when an old person has been allotted upper berth in a train and when she or he belongs for the lower berth from a younger person how many will offer it without a grudge can we become the good samaritans and do simple deeds which will is others life can we develop the will to help instead of merely being well wishers the mother of a young man was in the icu doctors expressed their inability to save her they told him that the end will come to her at any time and advised him to inform his relatives sharing the terrible news with his relatives made him tired and miserable to distract himself he went to the hospital cafeteria and bought some biscuits and snacks as he was coming out his eyes fell on a young mother and a small child who were begging for food just outside the cafeteria something within melted and he gave everything he had bought to the lady and walked back to the icu waiting area The next morning his mother was shifted to the recovery ward from the ICU. She was feeling a lot better. The nurse said it is nothing short of a miracle. She was holding his mother's frail hands when she gently opened her eyes. Her first words were all because of prayers. She surprised him by saying that she saw a young mother with her child when with their folded hands praying for her recovery. an act of goodwill at the hour of need will open the gates of heaven at the same time an act of ill will will open the gates of hell an anecdote from mahabharat reinforces this lord krishna returned home after the battle at kurukshetra his intelligent wife rukmini posed innumerable questions to him about the unfair acts committed during the war karna was known for his charity why was he killed unfairly she asked lord krishna said you are absolutely right but do you know what he did with young abhimanyu when abhimanyu was made to fall in the battlefield with the treachery by all his thirsty mouth was longing for water he pleaded karna for water who was standing very near him a puddle of clean water was also there by his side and anyway death was fast approaching him when karna could have given a few drops of water to the thirsty and dying abhimanyu he didn't not wanting to get the displeasure of his friend duryodhana he just watched him die this single act of karna was enough to destroy his lifetime of charity it was the divine will that with the same puddle of water the wheel of his chariot got struck and was that was responsible for his end to come 
we would we should not forget that one act of ill will can destroy our good will and in our lifetime we should be grateful to him for all the blessing showered on us the only way we can show that gratitude is by working with conviction to do good to others thank you thank you so much for listening to this podcast